Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Well, Larry Hughes is going to pop out and get the ball. Jordan's going to rub his man off of Leitner and then cut down the center and gets a nice pass from Larry Hughes. What is up, Wizards fans? Welcome to another Believe in Wizards podcast. I'm your host, Matt Moderno. I'm going to be featuring one of the other big winners in the monumental sports and entertainment family, Wizards District Gaming. Uh, Wizards DG, their head coach, Patrick Crossan, is going to come on today. They're getting ready for the playoffs. They're super, super good. If you care about the NBA 2K League, uh, you should already know that. But if you don't, this is somebody in the monumental family that, one, plays stellar defense, which is wild to think that both the Mystics and Wizards DG are locked down defensive teams. It would be cool to see more of that here in Washington, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, but they're great. They're just they're like the best program and storied, most storied NBA 2K program. So it's uh it's cool to see Coach Pat's gonna come on and explain to us, you know, why the team is so good, how they've managed to do it. They have won the last two NBA 2K League championships, which is awesome to think about there. The two-time defending, you know, champion. Uh, it's a wild thing about any Washington team winning that much, especially back to back like that. So very cool. We're going to talk about that. They have their all-star game coming up. You can vote for their team for the all-star game. So whether you're watching the NBA 2K league or not, it would be cool to support, uh, one of our, you know, monumental family teams here and help vote them into the all-star game. So we'll have a link in the episode description on how to do that. Uh, so please consider, you know, consider voting for them and their playoffs are coming up here pretty soon later in the month of August. So We'll have those details for you here today and consider checking them out. I think it's pretty cool that, you know, that, that we're trying to look at basketball from different angles and perspectives and people that weren't going to be professional NBA players can be professional NBA video game players is, is kind of a neat thing to me. Uh, obviously, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll have that full combo here. I want to mention again, our giveaway for our merch. If you haven't seen our t-shirts, uh, put that in the episode description again, too. So yeah, like I said, we're going to do a giveaway. What we'd like from you to be entered into the giveaway is for you to write us an iTunes review, take a screenshot of that review and post it on social media and tag us so we actually see it. That will enter your name and then in two or three weeks or episodes, we'll announce a couple of winners. And yeah, if you've already reviewed it, you can take a screenshot of your old review and, and tag us in that as well. And that'll get your name in there. But uh, love any new reviews and if you were one of the few Debbie Downers that left us a negative review, maybe you would consider amending that if you have felt better about uh, how we're handling the show and what we're doing. Obviously, we do want people to be honest, but better reviews are better for us. So uh, whatever we can do to kind of buy your love, I think we're, we're willing to consider uh, as well. So yeah, let us know if you want that. I think t-shirts are pretty cool. It's fun to have our own little community here and you know, something to laugh at amongst ourselves. And you can recognize other fans of the show uh, if, you know, you show up to a game and some merch. So please give that a consideration. As always, our show is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. So you can bet on Wizards DG. Uh, so just keep that in mind. If you want to make some smart money here for a locked def lockdown defensive team like Wizards DG, they'll win you some money. BetOnline continues to be the top resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join 
and make your first sports bet. Use our code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Okay, now let's get to my conversation with Coach Patrick Crossan, the winningest coach in the NBA 2K League's history. So that's a pretty cool thing and an esteemed guest to have on the show. So let's get to that. Okay, I'm pleased to be joined by basically the Phil Jackson of NBA 2K here. I've got Coach Pat Crossan on. Uh, Pat, thanks for joining us again. You're one of the multiple three-time guests of the show, so happy to have you back. I'm glad that, uh, you know, three-time guests, we're looking to get our third championship. So I guess it's just meant to be, right? <laughs> I think there's some synergy there, definitely. Um, maybe that's a great place to start. You guys are the back-to-back defending champions of the NBA 2K League. Has that sunk in yet, or is that still cool to hear, uh, you know, every time somebody says it? Honestly, for me, it, it, it hasn't sunk in at all. It, you know, I feel like every season is just different because there's new challenges, obviously new expectations. Sometimes the team changes, you know, we're adding drop players. Um, you know, some players might retire like we've been through this season. So for me, it's just like I look, I like to look at every season individually instead of like, oh, we back to back or we just mm-hmm. want one championship. Now we're trying to get two um, just because I think it's easier to break down in your head oh, we're trying to get another championship, but that doesn't really matter. You know, we know that other teams are going to add to their rosters as well and get better. So we kind of have to view it as there's different challenges. And I think that's kind of worked out for us the past couple of years. And that's what we've tried to do this year as well. Is there a coach of the year trophy for the NBA 2K League? Yes, so there is. So I actually won that trophy last year, Uh, but they do have coach of the year. They have MVP. They're doing most improved. I think this is the first year they're doing most improved. They do like a sportsmanship award all-star they do all that kind of stuff for the 2k league if you guys three beat i will personally start the campaign to have the coach of the year trophy named after you because i think that's a that's a pretty cool thing to uh to start out with kudos to you guys and all your success hopefully you know this year's team can can build toward that too so the season's obviously been a little bit different for you guys the schedule's changed things have been more tournament centric as opposed to sort of the traditional schedule you guys have had in the past can can you explain a little bit that difference and, and how you guys have been able to navigate that and, and still be successful? Yeah. So before we've had a regular season where it was, you know, 16 regular season games and tournaments were kind of split up in the season and they didn't mean anything, you know, for qualifying for playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, they were more so I like to focus the tournaments before as, you know, tune up for playoffs because mm-hmm. it is do or die. So you really do get that experience for playoffs in those tournament settings before. Whereas this year it was, you know, we're playing uh, we're playing group stage and then you got to make it to bracket play. And then we fly to Indy and we have to play on stage there. Um, so for us, it was kind of a switch to go from a regular season to tournaments. But I think with our guys, you know, we have a veteran group. We have four players from back-to-back championship teams. Um, and they've really understood kind of what those tournaments mean. Like we need to get to Indy first off because we need to play on the stage. We need to get that, you know, camaraderie back. We need to get that chemistry back. And that's going to prepare us for playoffs. So that's what we're feeling like. And then also the addition of 3v3, which is totally new this year. We have never played 3v3 before in the 2K League. Uh, it was something they just added. And, you know, <laughs> it's funny because a lot of people had us, you know, before the season is not a very good team in threes. That was the prediction. And, you know, we're the number one seed going to the 3v3. We're the only team to get a buy in 3v3 playoffs and 5v5 playoffs. So I think the competition aspect came out with our guys. And they're just very... Highly competitive, and they want to win. You know, doesn't matter if it's threes, fives, ones, whatever. They just want to win uh, anything they can. Uh, yeah, you need some bulletin board material sometimes, right? Especially, you know, a little chip on the shoulder when you when you guys have won as much as you have. Um, I'm, I'm glad they uh, they slighted you a little bit. 
<laughs> we'll take it. We'll take whatever they, they give us. So you mentioned the three on three. So I guess, how does that work? Do you pick three players out of your five man roster to participate? Is it always the same three? Can you mix it up um, game to game based on matchups? A uh, little insight there would be interesting for folks, I think. Yeah, no, it's a, it was a tough question. I remember when they announced 3v3, I was like, how is that going to work? Mm -hmm. We have five players. Yeah. So two aren't going to play. Um, and for us in the beginning of the season, I remember it was a scrimmage. I think it was right after our first 5v5 tournament. So we're getting into 3v3. We had to practice at all. And those first couple of days, we were just getting, I'll be honest, we were getting popped. It was not looking <laughs> good. And we were running a traditional lineup in 3v3, which is a point guard, small forward, and, and power forward or center. Mm. Um, and just, we weren't looking very good. So uh, that night I went home. I was like, what can we do? Came back the next day. I took the bulletin board out. I wrote two words on there and I wrote two guards. So it's a very different lineup than what most people run in 3v3. So we basically took two shooting guards and a power forward. So, and then we were kind of working through different players playing those positions. But uh, the two guard lineup is basically a lineup that's kind of offensive focused where you're playing away from the other team's lockdown defender and you're kind of going at their point guard, their weaker defender. Um, and so we're one of the only teams to run that lineup. Everyone else runs the traditional way. We just had to be different for some reason, but it worked out for us. And then we won that first 3v3 tournament running that lineup. Um, so we were very proud of the guys. We, uh, we had to go in and out with some of them because we mm -hmm. weren't really sure, like the combinations. So you can switch between games. Okay. Um, you can switch between series. You don't even have to run the same lineup. So if you want to change your lineup one game to the next, you can do that. Uh, we found that's what works for us. And you know, we're just, uh, I think that led to a lot of success in 3v3 that we're not a traditional lineup and people aren't used to playing that. That's like your Golden State Warriors death lineup. You know, you got yeah. the, the smaller group there maybe. And um, it, I think from what I've read and, and seen 3v3 has traditionally been kind of, you know, the, the best players in that format have been scoring guards. Um, but Dayfry was really good for you guys. How was he able to do that as a, as a big man, essentially? I don't know. Cause Ryan plays center for us. He played power forward for us season two. He's always been, you know, a tremendous center. I've always loved having, you know, I feel like that's one of the biggest positions you need on your team is uh, the big man, the center, because they're in the play on offense, they're setting pick and rolls. And then on defense, they're usually guarding pick and rolls. So it is, you know, it is one of those poor positions. Uh, for him to do what he did to play shooting guard in 3v3, to lead our team, to win MVP in that first, you know, 3v3 tournament, you know, it's unheard of. Like there's no other player in this league who has done that for their team. And he's a guy who doesn't care what position he plays. He just wants to play and he wants to win. And, you know, I know people are talking about MVP right now. Like, I don't understand how you can make another case for somebody else. I, mean, I, I might be a little biased, but like for us, you know, not only is he still playing at a high level in center in 5v5, but he went over to 3v3. He's playing a guard position and then he just won a tournament, you know, clinched the first seed in 3v3 or the second seed in 5v5. Um, so for us, you know, you can't, you can't look past what he's done for us. And for me, MVP gets my vote. I hope he gets a lot more votes um, because I think he's earned it at this point. So the MVP does consider both formats, right? So, I mean, you would think the success that you guys have in both, the, the one of the best players from that group uh, would have to have, be on the short list, I would think. Uh, you know, I hope so. I hope the voters get it right this year. You know, he's been in the running the past couple of years. I thought he should have won it last year. Uh, but, you know, this year, I think really cements him as uh, the MVP because for what he's done for us and, you know, obviously you see a lot what he does on the game, but off the game, I mean, he's one of the smartest 2K players I've ever been around, like just 
knowing what's going to happen, knowing the rotations on defense, you know, knowing what the other team's going to do on offense. Um, you know, you don't really get to see that, but obviously coming to work every day and seeing it, he's just one of the smartest to ever do it. Obviously in, in traditional basketball center is very important to a team's defense. Usually they got to clean up a lot of things. Um, and he is your center for five on five and you guys are the best defensive team in the league. I, I would imagine he has a lot to do with that. Is, is that the same kind of thing for 2k? where like, you know, your, your big man is your last line of defense and, and makes up, um, you know, a lot of what you do defensively. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like I said before, you know, your center is playing pick and roll defense, you know, probably 90% of the time. So he's involved in the play. And then sometimes we'll even, we'll even put him in the corner and then he has to make a rotation out the corner, you know, maybe drop on someone or he has to step up on the point guard. So um, for us center, you know, in the 2k league is just as important defensively in, as in the NBA. And we do take some stuff from the NBA and sometimes mm -hmm. it works in the game and sometimes it doesn't. Sure. So it's, you know, just kind of a tinkering thing and, and finding out what works best. Yeah, obviously he's been really good, but um, you guys don't have anybody averaging over 15 points a game on the team and you've still been super successful for wizards fans. I think this translates to like an everybody eats kind of philosophy. How you guys have been able to do that with actually, and may should mention that this is without last year's finals MVP JBM. Like how have you been able to recreate that? Um, you know, that success with a team atmosphere, I guess. Yeah, no, it's definitely been hard. You know, losing Jack was, uh, you know, we knew it was coming uh, last season. So we obviously wanted to go out with a bang with him. But we knew that going into this season, we were bringing back four players from a, you know, two back to back championship team. So we're very confident coming into that. And then also, you know, we traded for Cap, our, our rookie point guard this season, mid season trade, first ever we had in our history. And then him coming in here and, you know, kind of running the offense, similar to what, you know, Jack JBM did for us. Um, but also getting the, the guys involved because we have, you know, two of the best corner shooters in the league and, and just awkward and Udini. And then obviously you have a guy like Ryan who can score about 15 a game at center. And then our shooting guard, B rich, who can also probably put up 15. So it's kind of like for us, um, anyone can have that big night where they get 20 and you don't know who it's going to be. So it's hard for the other teams, to game plan for us. And we do like to run a lot of offense, you know, a lot of motion, try to get everyone else involved because we find, um, you know, it's harder for teams to defend if you get, you know, the lockdown in the corner involved or you get the power forward involved. And then you also have to worry about, you know, be rich, obviously, you know, Dexine off ball, which is kind of like, you know, he's going back and forth and, and, you know, creating a lot of motion on his side. So mm -hmm. um, for us, it's just, you know, it's kind of like that Warriors offense where everyone's involved. It's kind of free flowing and you just read the defense and, you know, it keeps everyone involved on offense and it's worked out well for us again. It makes you guys fun to watch too. And, and obviously it's cool just to see a, play, a team play elite defense. So I, I think that's um, that's pretty awesome as well. A couple other wrinkles that were added this year. Uh, higher total prize pool, which I would imagine is a good thing for everybody and, and nobody has any um, arguments with. But also uh, there are some formats where amateur teams were allowed to compete against the professional teams. I guess, how did that go in year one of that? And did any of the amateur teams surprise some of the 2K teams, 2K league teams? Yeah. So I'll talk about the prize pool. I mean, it's great that they're adding more money to the league. It means it's growing. You know, they've had new sponsors this year. I think they had Google come in and, and Coinbase has also, you know, sponsored some tournaments. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing about that is um, I think for the three V three tournaments, if you win it, which like our guys did the first one um, you get, I don't know if it's Bitcoin, you get some kind of cryptocurrency. So not go. only do they win money, <laughs> they're in the cryptocurrency business. I like right it. Now. So that, that was great for our guys. And 
you know, obviously you see the prize pool. It's a little bit easier for people to realize when they don't understand esports or the 2K league, it's like, oh, well, you know, our guys make a living off this, you know, in six months. So it's pretty impressive. Um, and then the other aspect of that is just the amateur teams are at it for the 3v3 tournaments. So you have, you know, players coming in that, that we don't ne- we know about, but we don't necessarily like, scout them during the regular season. Um, so we actually had to play arguably the best amateur team uh, team handles in the tip-off tournament, and they gave us, you know, the best um, the best games that we had. Like it, it went to game five, they were close. It was back and forth, and then the second tournament, three v three, we saw them again, and then they actually uh, kicked us out of the tournament. So they ended oh, okay. up beating us. But I mean, they are a really good team, and, and those players, those three players on that team, you know, they could be in the two K league right now playing for a team. So. You know, I can definitely see them next year making a name for themselves, getting drafted, and then you know playing five v five and three v three for professional work. So it was pretty cool to see those amateur teams play. Is that an opportunity for you guys to do a little scouting and and write some <laughs> names down for for next year's consideration? You know, it might be. There, there was the uh, steal, which is the you know all the teams that don't make the playoffs have a chance to get that last spot. It just started last night for the three v three, and uh, they had a European team. And they were playing um, the Timberwolves, and they actually almost beat the Timberwolves. They took them to Game Five, so it is kind of cool because we're seeing teams from Europe. We're seeing, you know, an APAC team. We're seeing um, just different teams from all over the world come together, which you know, it's going to be one day where there will be an international team involved, and there'll be a full international team. And you know, it's going to be cool to see you know grow our esport and grow two K. Yeah, it's really cool for you guys, I think, to be in on the ground floor of like this thing that, that's up and coming and, and growing exponentially. So, um, you know, like you said, there, this probably neces- or this probably sets up easier for an international team than you know the NBA does or something like that because you could do it remotely and and not kind of lose any of that fun aspect of it. Uh, so we mentioned the success of the team and, and the well-roundedness. Because of that, your entire team is eligible for all-star votes. So, can you talk first a little bit about? Uh, the all-star game itself, when is it, where is it, and then um, how people vote and um, who we should be voting for and, and all that kind of stuff. Yes. Well, the easiest question is who you should be voting for is definitely Wizards District Gaming. There you go. Go on the, the NBA 2K League, their website. Just type in NBA2KLeague.com. You know, vote for Dave Fry, Be Rich, Nudini, Just Cap, and Just Awkward. Those are the guys you want to vote for in the East, first and foremost. You know, the West, you can have your pick, but... Uh, for the East, vote for our guys. Uh, I don't know if they've announced where it's going to be at this year, uh, but it's usually after the season, probably end of September. Um, you know, it was, it was a fun event. Last year was in Brooklyn uh, at this music venue. Great time. I was actually the the coach for that. So nice. the two coaches that make the, the finals get the coach, the East and the West. And we had three people make it last year. We had Dave Fry, we had Just Awkward, and we had JBM. So three out of six players made it. We'd like to get six out of, or well, five out of five one day, but (laughs) I think this is our best year to do it, but please vote for our guys. You know, I think voting ends uh, maybe in about a week or so. So get those votes in now and we'd, uh, we'd appreciate that. Yeah. We're recording this on the 11th. I think I saw um, voting ends on the 15th uh, potentially. So, you know, even quicker for folks, (laughs) a little urgency for you there to to get out. It's just a couple button clicks. It's worth it to uh, represent our, our local guys here. Uh, just closing out here, I guess, a little bit with the playoffs. Um, you, you know, you mentioned that you were well set up for this. You're the two seed for five on five. You're the one seed for three v three. For anybody that hasn't seen this yet, the three on three playoffs are the 17th of August through the 20th in Indianapolis. 
And the five on five are the 24th through the 27th of this month in Indianapolis as well. Um, I, I guess, how has it to prepare for two different sets of playoffs, two formats back to back? Like, I, I got to imagine that's um, that's a pretty tough scout to do those so close together. Yeah, it's definitely unique you know, because our first year doing this, usually we're just so focused on 5v5 and now it's like, oh, we're going to add 3v3 into it. So uh, this week, we actually had a bye week last week before you know the playoffs and the, the steal and the ticket were. Um, so we had a bye week. Guys got to go home, enjoy their family. And then this week, we're literally just coming in, practicing all day, watching film, um, doing some content to wrap up our season. So it's, it's really just been... Um, kind of overloading our brains this week and then next week when we travel to indy you know we do have a bye week so we'll, we'll, or we do have a bye in, in both playoffs so we'll get mm. to see the team that we're playing beforehand uh, so we'll do some scouting there uh, but really it's just I, I can't believe there's like three weeks left in the season and then it's over it, it really flies by um, so now it's just kind of you know pre- pushing on the guys it's, it's hey you know we've got three weeks left don't leave anything on the table. You know, when I see in 30, 40 years for the reunion, if someone says I should have, would have, could have for a championship, I'm going to walk out of the room. So we're trying to work as hard as we can to get ready for playoffs. And, you know, we'll uh, let the results speak for themselves after that. Uh, we mentioned it's in Indianapolis. If somebody wanted to make the trip up, can they watch in person in Indy? Yep. So they have tickets, you know, in Indianapolis. And if you come and you want to support the Wizards, we'll be, we'll bring some gear for you. Don't worry. Yeah. We'll get you suited all up because, you know, it's not our home turf, but we'd love to to have fans there to, to root for us. So we will, we'll bring some gear just in case anybody wants to show up and they can, you know, message us on Twitter and we'll get them, uh, we'll get them some uh, nice gear. And if they wanted to watch remotely, uh, is it via Twitch? Is it from the 2K League website? How do people go about that? Yep. So you can watch from uh, 2K League, their Twitch, NBA 2K League. Uh, I think it's Twitch. No, it's Twitch slash NBA 2K League. Or you can watch on YouTube if you have that as well. Um, I think sometimes we do stream on our uh, personal chatter on Twitch. I'm not sure if we're doing playoffs, but it's uh, Wizards DG, just Twitch slash Wizards DG if you want to watch there and watch your own broadcasters. So for anybody that's maybe hearing about this for the first time or isn't as familiar or has missed our previous episodes talking about uh, the great work that you guys have done next season, how can people be more involved? When do they watch? When should they look for you guys? Like when's the typical season all that kind of stuff? Yeah. So typical season, I would like to say the draft usually starts February and then players get in market in March. That's when we do like a little preseason scrimmages and then probably end of March, April-ish. Uh, we'll start playing regular season games and then we go to August. But the most important thing about us is we have District D, our new venue coming up. So we're actually going to play games from District D, which is right next to Capital and Arena. It was where Bar Louie was at, if you know where that was at. Um, and, you know, we're going to have fans there watching us play. And I can't tell you, our guys are excited, you know, because we go to these other cities and we play and we see their fans. It's like, hey, we want people in the D.C. area to come support us. Um, so next season, please, you know, come to our, our games, come to our events, you know, we'll do some local tournaments. We'd love to host as much as we can for games, for fans. And, you know, it's going to be pretty special. We'll, we'll maybe have other teams here. So we'll have home court advantage, I'd go. like to say, yeah. you know, and we'll have to get you there, Matt, too. You know, we, we'd love to have you come. As uh, well. Absolutely. Uh, so whenever that that is, and if you do host the tournament, we'll happily promote it here. Uh, we'll, we'll try to get, you know, people to pack the building for you and, and maybe we can do a, <laughs> A live episode from one of the uh, one of the events or something like that. We'll get you a day fried jersey. Does that sound good? I love it. Yeah, that's, that's my guy. We got it. We got to represent here. Hopefully, he will be a another all star. I can't imagine he won't be, and potentially MVP. So uh, even cooler. Um, 
Coach, is there anything we uh, haven't talked about here that you'd like to shout out or plug or, or anything like that before we wrap? Man, you've covered so much and we just appreciate you guys covering us. You know, we like to say that, you know, we're, we're trying to get this third championship. It would be pretty special. You know, we'll have the trophies there next year in District D. I think we covered that. Obviously, the Dave Fry MVP, which is the most important thing this season other than the championship. That's first. But uh, we've been close before with having players win MVP. It's one of the only awards we've probably haven't received yet. But we lo- would love it's to time. give him his MVP. It is, it is time, Matt. It is for sure time. <laughs> Uh, you're always incredibly generous with your time. I appreciate you making this work. I know it's a busy week leading up to the playoffs, both playoffs. So thank you for uh, fitting us in here. Uh, for anybody, again, we'll, we'll post the link to all-star voting in the episode description. So make sure you go on and do that. Support our guys here. Uh, thank you again. We look forward to, uh, to talking to three-time defending champions um, in the future here. So we'll be rooting you on. Uh, folks, as always, rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, and we were presented by betonline.ag. We'll catch you next time. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.